Hey, OCJ podcast friends, it is your intrepid host, Bruce Watkins, and I've got a special surprise for you. The first episode of Season 2 of the Our Cancer Journey podcast is dropping in just a couple of days, but we thought you might want a special preview of some highlights from Season 2 that we hope you'll find interesting, entertaining, and probably a little provocative. (laughs) So stay tuned, because we are back. Season 2 of the Our Cancer Journey podcast. Greetings, everyone. It is Bruce Watkins, the host of the Our Cancer Journey podcast. With engaging guests, Dr. Arash Asher. People can actually modify and make some attempts to improve their cognitive state. Exactly, and I think what you're referring to is this whole field of epigenetics, right? Dr. Mao Singh Ni. Bruce, I was very privileged to have grown up in a family with medical doctors spanning 38 generations. But I was sent to medical school in Shanghai back in the early 80s. It was there for the first time I was exposed to a full integration of the East and West. And what was kind of unique, as we call, treating patients and then prescribing both a Western medication as well as a herbal formula. Dr. Jeffrey Wertheimer. What is this neuroplasticity stuff? What the heck is it? From the medical side of the fence, I would say that we can define neuroplasticity as the brain's ability to form, strengthen, and even reorganize the synapses. Dr. Miladin Golubek. The major problem that we have is that we have pandemic of lifestyle-related chronic conditions. What are those? Diabetes, hypertension, high cholesterol, heart disease and stroke, many different types of cancer, autoimmune disorders. Those are the disease of lifestyle choices. Cancer advocate Ben McLaurin. Or even growing vegetables in our yard. I mean, we we were like, can we just go to the grocery store and and, (laughs) and get vegetables like everybody else? Can I tell you that to this day, where I have lived, I have a garden growing. Just from watching my parents grow the garden in our yard. Well, look, they've made a garden with you, man. They planted all these ideas in you, and look what just sprouted and just became the person you are. It's about the seed, isn't it? It's about planting the seed, and I think that's what I do. Professor Levi Waldron. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Levi, our guest, is not only an accomplished statistician and a biostatistician at that, but he is also the cancer survivor. Yes, absolutely. Now, I have been a researcher in cancer genomics for about 10 years and been working to try to understand better what causes cancer and what causes people to have different outcomes and responses to treatment. But I really never had any idea of what it was like to be one of the patients that I was studying. Clinical licensed social worker Liz Marasso. Our patients are going through these really complex medical procedures and the stress of having to do that every day and worry about what that looks like for their work or their family or their children. Stress is a biological response. It's a chemical response. Dr. Drew Moganaki. Bruce, it was my pleasure. I rarely get to meet people as charismatic as yourself. No. And so interested in kind of a higher truth of things that are going on around us. I can't believe that you actually had cancer at one point. And check out these special returning guests. Well, there you are. I'm back. (laughs) Kathleen Ross Alley, thank you so much for doing this program again, but I don't think I had a choice, did I? I don't think so. You said you'd come back and... 
It's been, oh my gosh, how long has it been? It's been forever. Uh, yeah, it's been way too long. Oh, I miss this so much. Patient advocate, Joe Bullock. We're so wrapped up in trying to save our own life, but our caregivers need support too. Right. It hit me all of a sudden that I needed to put the care back in caregiver. As a patient, I think we need to do that. At that moment, that's what she needed from me was to go talk to this therapist. And I needed to be the man to do that, like the man up and just go in there and spend this time. And traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, Angela Lai. I want to talk about getting stuck with needles. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Angela and I actually did a therapy session where she did acupuncture on me. I brought an audio recording device. So here's the tape of me walking into the hospital. And if you listen very carefully, you can hear the sound of trepidation. So what I want you to do is just take deep breaths in and out for me. There you go. Oh, my God. Is it in? Yes. Wow. So they're in. And I, they're I, in? I, now, I feel a little warmth. Yes. But I don't feel pain. No, you shouldn't feel pain. Yeah, no, I don't. Insightful discussions. What this chemo brain thing is, and there were doctors actually saying that it didn't exist. And I think it's worth putting that into context. Oncologists responded that, and maybe fairly, that it was just in their head. And their argument was that chemotherapy drugs do not readily cross what's termed the blood-brain barrier. So we talked about this idea that we have these inflammatory cytokines, that even though many chemotherapy drugs may not cross the blood-brain barrier, these cytokines can. Now, one theory, when our body then is treated with chemo, for example, which is a foreign substance for us, it responds in the way that it was built to respond. You know, I have something foreign pummeling through my veins. I'm going to produce these cytokines because I need to protect myself. So it may not be the chemo drugs itself, but it could be the entire body mechanism responding to either cancer, the chemo drugs, or both that are causing these extraneous symptoms that we're calling chemo brain. Exactly. Got it. I think statistics are, like you said, a part of everybody's life. And whether you know anything about them or not, you hear them and you probably make decisions based on them. So... It's nice to try to get a little bit of an understanding of how some things work and some of the ways that we go wrong with them. One single step does not make a path on the earth. Similarly, one single thought does not make a pathway in the mind. To make a deep physical path, we must walk again and again. To make a deep mental path, we must think over and over the kind of thoughts we wish to dominate our lives. And here you are telling people of today that have somehow lost that come back to this take care of yourself right it's key it is the key to living a wholesome happy life uh, if you don't have your health what do you have right so if you decide that you are going to live a cancer-free life this is the time to really think through like okay what can i do in my life lifestyle my mindset and I it makes huge difference. You know, all I'm saying is that, look, you have control and you can modify the on-off switch of your gene. You don't have to be a victim. Practical takeaways. I'm talking about fatigue as it relates to movement and being tired and weak and all of that. 
deconditioned is the word I want to bring up. First of all, if we've been in treatment for a while, if we haven't been exercising, if we haven't been at work, our body becomes deconditioned. So if we don't move the body, it's going to always feel fatigued until <laughs> you start using it again. <laughs> but shouldn't we rest? <laughs> <laughs> I know you want to. <laughs> If people want to learn more about a social worker's role, what would they do? So another great website is NASW website. It's the National Association of Social Workers. And it has not only all the different kinds of social workers, but it also goes into the medical social worker role. A story about blue zones. So those are the areas where they have the largest concentration of people over 100 years old. And if you would go there, you will find that they are moving way more. What we need to do is to remind us that every movement matters. The data are so strong when it comes to cancer survivors. Both people who are more physically active have lower risk of major types of cancer. And those will really were affected by cancer, if they continue to be physically active or they increase their physical activity, their depression rates are lower and their outcomes are much better, meaning survival. I speak a lot about being outside, mm -hmm. about experiencing nature, about what it does to calm our mind. But now you're really saying that we've got scientific evidence that shows actual physiological things happening in our brain when we take that time to get out there and find a peaceful place. Yes. Can I add to that? Yeah, please. Okay, because it's such a brilliant topic. In more recent science, we found that it's not just about being in nature, although that is therapeutic. It's having deliberate thoughts about being in nature. It's not just, wow, that's a nice tree, or hey, I'm outside. It's, look at the beauty that surrounds me. This is a wonder for me. When you can take your mind to that arena, you've increased the dosage of being outside. Unexpectedly positive? Men looking for support, that's a pretty outside concept for a lot of guys, right? We were trying to get the guys to say, hey, yes, you're going through cancer, but you still have an identity. You're still a person. You know, cancer does take so much away from you. And it's not like it's gone. You're still, you still love the same things. You still have a life and it's worth living. I didn't get through my cancer journey alone. It took my community. And it's about being connected to resources. You know, your fellow man, your fellow woman, they're resources. It's just being able to become aware that you're part of that circle of, of love and community. You're not helpless. If you have cancer, you're not helpless. Whether it's the surgeon or the oncologist or the radiologist, you are in fact just as critical in what you do and how you live your lifestyle and what you eat you're just as important, really. They are doing the treatment to eradicate cancer, but what are you doing to support your body so that you can heal as a partner to what they're doing? And sometimes irreverent. Doctor, this has been spectacular. <laughs> I had such a great time talking to you. We got fantastic takeaways. 
Your personality is so refreshing. And I'm hoping that there's a few of your colleagues out there that don't exactly know where you're practicing and where you live because you're so honest. <laughs> I just enjoy being different and I'm glad that you enjoy it. I know it's not for everyone to meet someone who's so, uh, I guess, authentic, but it's been my experience that most people do appreciate it. Doctor, we're not everybody's cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. So today, yes, I want to get into something that and I, I'm going to express my ignorance here while I always do that. <laughs> <laughs> my wife said, haven't you rescheduled a colonoscopy? Uh, and of course, I was no. You know, she looked at me like stupid. Why I know. You There's that? no conversation with your loved one when it starts with, <laughs> haven't you done this? What's like, and, and honestly, being a nurse, she was like looking at me like with no sympathy. Like, you know what you need to do. Why aren't you doing it? Well, she's right. So I, I will. Right. She's right. <laughs> I was expecting, you know, the pat on the back or the, the hug or the love. And that wasn't happening. You got a boot and a butt, huh? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. And I know you're kidding. I kid. You're smiling. You can't smile and not say something. I'm this sorry. is a podcast. People will think you're serious. <laughs> I am <not> sorry. <laughs> and what we know about needles is usually the kind that we get stuck with, with shots and maybe uh, blood donations and stuff like that. And those are huge needles and they hurt. I understand. I hate those too. But acupuncture needles are very thin. They're wait, hair- wait, 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 wait. Did I actually get a recording of somebody that does acupuncture saying they hate needles? This is fabulous. <laughs> no, 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 no. I hate the blood drawing needles, the big, big hurtful ones, not the acupuncture ones. <laughs> I got a lot of questions about you being a Canadian. This out and about thing, we really got to get to the bottom of this thing. <laughs> Do I still sound like a Canadian with my out and about? <laughs> we're gliding into the Canadian accent the more we uh, talk. I, I'll be happy to tell you all about it, Bruce. <laughs> Love Canada so much. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, we can never drink scotch again before doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <clears throat> here we go. What do we cover? Do we cover everything? Uh, I don't uh, think so. No, we never do. <laughs> Why are you asking questions like that? <laughs> what are you new here? thousands of listeners in 40 countries around the world. The Our Cancer Journey podcast is a show about life and how we can make our lives better. And Bruce, I, I want to thank you because I know you are working on a much larger scale to raise awareness for important issues that I think can make a really significant and meaningful impact for our community and our society. So I'm grateful for what you're doing. This is a lot about what you're doing and how needed this is, how needed a program like this is in our community. And just to see where it is now is so, so exciting, and I'm incredibly honored to be on today. Bruce, it was my pleasure. You take me to think about the topics that I feel are more important than what we often talk about. I want to come back and talk about so much more with you. Absolutely. There's so <laughs> If we really come to the end, because I just, I just... I want to continue this on and on. I enjoy that you are doing this, and I feel so honored to be a part of it. Hear all the episodes of Our Cancer Journey podcast at OurCancerJourney.com or on all major podcast apps. This is Our Cancer Journey. This is our house. Yes. <laughs> Bam. You love this stuff, don't you? I've... Love it. <laughs> <laughs>